Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Matthew chapter 9, verses 37 to 38. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Here's a verse that's especially popular when we consider our seminaries and pray for our pastors. Not as many folks are studying for the ministry as they once did in the past. So this seems like a useful prayer. The congregation in which my wife and I are members is getting ready to welcome its new pastor in a couple of weeks. What a blessing! It's also an anxious time filled with nervous anticipation, both for the pastor and the congregation. I wonder what he will be like. Of course, not all of that speculation is useful. Sometimes the adversary likes to set our desires off in all the wrong directions. Let me share a few examples. Who should our new pastor be like? Should a new pastor be like Moses? That sounds pretty good, right? But then again, Moses himself realized that he wasn't much of a public speaker. In fact, in Exodus, we hear him tell God, I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. Okay, we want a good speaker, so scratch Moses from the list. What about Paul? Hey, after all, God inspired him to write most of the New Testament. Wouldn't it be great to have a pastor like Paul? But in 2 Corinthians, the apostle admits what folks were saying about him wasn't very flattering. He quotes them saying, His letters are weighty and forceful, but in person he is unimpressive and his speaking amounts to nothing. Well, that's disappointing. We do want our pastor to impress people, right? So scratch Paul from the list. Okay, what about Elijah? After all, next to Moses, he's one of the most important prophets of the Old Testament. Well, come to think of it, Elijah got so exhausted and discouraged at one point that he wanted to pack it in. How about Noah? Everyone knows him. Actually, after all of his preaching, only seven other people listened to what he had to say and followed him into the boat that day. And they were his family. Hmm, we want more people. What about Jonah? I'll bet he smelled like fish. Okay, this isn't going well. How about Peter? Well, Peter was impetuous. Remember how he said he'd do something, but then he didn't? He said he would die with Jesus, but then denied even knowing him after he was arrested. How about Matthew? Matthew was a hated tax collector. James and John, well, they were hot-tempered. When the Samaritans gave Jesus the cold shoulder, Luke tells us that they asked, Lord, do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them? <laughs> Jesus had to throw cold water on that plan. Then again, Jesus found all the disciples in their pride, quarreling over who was the greatest among them. Okay, so hopefully our new pastor won't be as bad as the disciples. Are we seeing a pattern here? There may be a reason why we're seeing fewer men becoming pastors these days. The expectations we have for the perfect pastor would rule out even the prophets and apostles. Am I being unfair? Well, here's a good test to see if this is true. If you have a son, would you want him to study at the seminary and then become the pastor at your church? If the answer is no, then we might need to ask ourselves why. Without having met our new pastor, I do know some things about him already. He's a lot like me. Just like me, in fact. He's a poor, miserable sinner who stands in need of God's forgiveness every day. Just like me, he's one for whom our Savior came. Just like me, God washed him in holy baptism and made him his beloved child. Just like me, he's heard the gospel news that Jesus shed his blood for him on the cross and died to take his sins away. Just like me, God called him to faith and reconciled him with his heavenly Father. And just like me, without merit or worthiness in either of us, God did this for us in love. 
that's news worth sharing, and God has sent him to do it. The harvest is waiting, and I can't wait to take part in the work with him. Let us pray. Dearest Jesus, thank you for our pastors, and bless our work with them in your harvest field. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.